1: This episode is brought to you by RamShirts.com, the company that brought you Crush City Tees. RamShirts offers custom-printed and embroidered apparel. They offer direct-to-garment printing for small runs and screen printing for larger runs. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at RamShirts. Visit RamShirts.com for all your custom apparel needs. Listeners of this podcast, enter promo code BASEBALL for 25% off your order. Without further ado, today's guest... Right-handed pitcher on the 40-man roster of the Houston Astros, Tyler Ivy.
0: Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan. For the fans of the Houston Astros, here is your host, Rob Fontenot. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode
1: of Astros Baseball. Um, My guest today is Houston Astros pitcher Tyler Ivey. Tyler, man, I appreciate you coming on today.
2: Oh, thanks, Rob. Thanks for having me on. Very excited.
1: So you were just recently
2: added, I guess, in
1: November to the 40-man roster. Uh, We'll talk about that a little later. I'd love to hear that story. Uh, But you grew up in Texas. Uh, Yes, sir. Born and raised. Rockwall Heath High School. Where's that at?
2: So it is just east of Dallas. Um, I grew up in Rowlett, Texas, which is, you know, Rockwall and Rowlett. They're just they're right next to each other um, on the Rockwall County, Dallas County border right off 30. And so it's about 20 minutes east of Dallas. Uh, went to high school up there and, you know, it was a great experience. So.
1: I have sure. here that you were the 12-5A uh, Pitcher of the Year in 2013, 14, and 15. So that would be, what, your sophomore <laughs> through senior seasons? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah I guess so. And your senior year, your perfect game All-American. You remember being on that team?
2: Yeah, vaguely. Yep, bringing it back. Throwback memories. Love it, for sure. <laughs> so uh, you just
1: in, in 2016, you went to A&M and you pitched in 11 games you went two and three with a 3.56 era but but here's a question that i have for you in 2017 you transferred to a junior college grayson junior college why'd you do that tell me the story behind <clears> that
2: well uh you know i went in as a freshman to a and and you know i loved it there it's you know Texas A&M has, you know, the best fans, the best culture, traditions, and and everything. Um, you know, the coaching was great. You know, I loved the team. Um, so it w- it was an awesome experience. But, you know, I was able to have some success uh, going into the fall and into the early spring, and I uh, found myself on the on the on the weekend rotation uh, my freshman year, and you know, had a few great good starts and. Um, you know, ran into some some adversity and just did, didn't really get to find my way back on the field. And, um, you know, I kind of just, you know, it, it was just more of an intuition thing. Um, you know, I'd been talking to Grayson before I went to, I, I left high school and, you know, the the coach out there, Dusty Hart, he's a great man. And, uh, you know, I kind of started talking with him a little bit. Um, you know, I just, I just, I was going to be a draft eligible sophomore. And, I just I didn't want to risk um, not being able to get on the field after after a tough ending to the year before, um, and so I, I you know thought about it, prayed about it a lot, and you know the most you know still to this day the toughest decision I've ever had to make. Um, but you know I have a lot of respect for Rob Childress and his staff, and you know they were they were awesome to me, and you know I have nothing but great things to say about them. But I just thought you know this is this is the best thing for me at this time. You know Grayson would they would allow me to, you know, kind of be myself and kind of train the way I needed to train and, and throw the way I needed to throw and pitch the way you needed to pitch to, to, to try to, you know, kind of come into your own. Because, um, because I feel like those years, um, you know, they're the formative years going into, you know, if you want to be a professional baseball player, and you know, also the the JUCO grind, which I'm sure you know you've heard a little bit about, is, you know, it's basically minor league ball, but you you know you go to class and you know, I just, I love that environment. It was, uh, you know, I mean, Juco it, you know, it's, it's really good to get to see both sides of the, of the spectrum of, of uh, you know, the, the big D one sec. And then the, the, you know, little junior college out in Grayson County, which is, you know, which was awesome. And, and so, you know, it was, it was, I think it was a good life experience just to you know, mature a little bit for sure. But
1: so at Grayson <laughs> uh, went nine and O with a 2.08 ERA and a, you had 122 strikeouts, 28 walks. Uh it w- you had a great season and you were actually committed to play at Oklahoma State, but then you got drafted. That's why you didn't go to Oklahoma
2: State, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I did. It was uh, it was actually between it was between Texas A&M and Oklahoma State coming out of high school, and that was also just such a such a tough decision because they both have, you know, great staff, great great traditions and everything and so Um, you know, I, I thought, you know, if I'm going to, if I'm going to go to school after junior college again, which I, you know, I didn't really want to do, but if I was going to do that, then it would have been Oklahoma state. But, um, you know, it was a blessing. I, you know, got a call or much earlier than I would have expected. And, you know, the Astros decided to take a chance on me. So it's, uh, you know, it worked out well, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm, I believe that everything happens for a reason and, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad to see the way it worked out. So, you're drafted in the third round by the Astros in
1: 2017, which was their World Series uh, winning season, but you get drafted during the season, right? And the Astros were doing pretty good, so you're probably pretty happy to get drafted by them.
2: Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely an interesting experience uh, going into that because um, I actually lived in Houston for a couple years as a kid out in Katy, Texas, and, uh, you know, that was during the time in, I think, 2005 when the Astros were actually really good and they ended up going to the World Series. But, you know, prior to that, it, you, know, they'd, you know, they'd had some struggles, I think. And, uh, you know, it was, it was really cool to see the culture, um, just, just to see what a, what a winning team looks like because, you know, they, I mean, they just had a star-studded offense with, or, and, you know, and pitching staff with just, you know, with amazing guys on the team. So it was, it was a lot of fun to watch and, and be able to kind of experience while being in the organization.
1: How did you find out you got drafted?
2: Well, I, um, you know, I didn't talk to the Astros all spring in 2017. They, uh, you know, I'd went to an event at Minute Maid Park, I believe in high school, going into the draft um, at at a senior year. And I thought, you know, it was just an event where they have a bunch of guys come out that maybe they liked and, you know, just do, you know, maybe a 10 or 15 pitch bullpen off the mound and, you know they didn't really say much. Um, so I didn't know what to expect. I ended up not getting drafted at a high school, um, talked to a good amount of teams at a junior college. And then, uh, Jim Stevenson, which is, uh, he's the Astro scout that signed me. He's a, you know, he signed a lot of, you know, really good players. He's, he's a great, great guy. Um, he, you know, he gave me a call, um, the day of the draft and he was like, Hey Tyler, uh, Jim Stevenson, um, you know, just stay by your phone. Cause you know, we may or may not, you know, just decide on picking you. So I'm, you know, Stoked, I'm, you know, hadn't really talked to many teams and didn't know what to expect. And, you know, sure enough, I'm, I'm on the I'm, on the way to the, on the way to lunch with my friend and, you know, I get a call and they said, hey, will you sign? I'm like, oh, absolutely, I will. So they went ahead and, and took me, which was, you know, it was quite the experience. It was uh, it's looking back. It was a really nice day.
1: So signing with the Astros being drafted in the round in round three, you got a pretty sweet uh, signing bonus.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess, so. no, it was, uh, it was, yeah, that, that's always a plus. I mean, you know, we, you know, I just, I just wanted to play, you know, I honestly, I didn't, I, I wasn't thinking too much uh, about the money. I just at that at that point in my life, it, it was just more so, man, I just want to get my feet wet. I want to, I want to, you know, I want to be a professional and I want to, you know, try to try to, you know, take your shot, see, see what, see what you can make out of it. And, uh, you know, they were, they were gracious enough to, you know, Pick me pretty high and, and you know get me a nice little sweet check I guess so uh, you know it's it's good stuff for sure.
1: <laughs> hey, so most most uh, minor league guys kind of struggle financially, but with that, you're probably uh, you're doing pretty good. You, I, 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 I would assume <laughs> you would you would have at least you know five good years of of not having to worry about money. But anyway. <laughs> If y'all want to look it up, you can look it up. I just won't bring it up. But you, you can see it. You can see what he got.
2: <laughs> that's funny. No, that's funny.
1: <laughs> All right. So tell me about once you get drafted and you, you know, they, they send you out to what, like some kind of short season ball. You, they, they send you to go play right away. Right
2: yeah they uh so I signed and immediately they send you down to West Palm Beach which is our spring training complex and you know I got down there for stayed a couple of weeks just kind of getting acclimated into the system um you know it was it was the the Gulf Coast League which you know if, if you don't know you know too much about it it's you know you're out in in southern southern Florida um you know there's just a lot of young you know fifteen sixteen year old guys playing that throw you know extremely hard have you know all the raw tools in the world and um, it's it's hot. It is it's humid. Um, but then you know a couple of weeks go by and they send you to Tri Cities, which at the time I'm not sure if they still are. It's been a weird year. But uh, in Tri Cities in Troy, New York, and you know you get out there to the most you know beautiful weather ever. And you know upstate New York. Um, and yeah, so yeah, they go out and I, I actually started on the first day I got there on on July 4th. So it was it was quite the experience.
1: Oh, so they're like, welcome to the team. You're starting. Today.
2: Yeah. yep hey you're pitching today go get up get off the flight and get ready buddy and you know it it was a you know it was a rough start i didn't i didn't have the best i didn't have the best uh first half of that of that short season but you know it's it's all learning experience and it's just uh i don't think they care about results at that point it's just uh kind of getting acclimated and and getting you know kind of figuring out what it means to be a pro
1: 2018 you spent time at blues creek and quad cities What you learn from there that you got, that you were able to improve?
2: Um, well, we had our pitching coach, Drew French, and he just actually got hired by the Atlanta Braves. I think he's either the, you know, the bullpen coach, or the pitching coach. I'm not quite sure on that, but no, he is, you know, he's one of the best guys you'll ever work with. Um, he's so knowledgeable about the sport and um, he really helped me a lot with my mechanics um, kind of maturing. You know, he would, you know, tell me, Hey, you know, you know, be mature and and be on your be on your stuff 100 percent of the time and that's kind of what i learned from him he's a you know he's a really good role model and you know for the time being that i was there i kind of looked up to him as a mentor and you know he really i can't thank him enough he he really did help me out a lot 2019
1: your third season in minor leagues you went to corpus where you had a pretty amazing season uh i got you at four and oh with a 1.38 era and 52 innings your whip was 0.92 and then it was kind of derailed a little bit by an injury
2: yeah it was a it was a really slight ucl sprain um you know not you know not quite sure why it happened but you know like i said everything happens for a reason and you know it's it is what it is i mean you don't just go down rehab it and I, i came back and you know i felt really good i felt better than i really ever had so i thought it was good a good learning experience just to you know, it, it, helped, it helped me really tune in my routine on what I needed to do to stay healthy. And so looking back, yeah, it, it was more of a learning experience. But, you know, you get down there and you know, you're doing your rehab work every day. So, you know, you learn a lot. But um, it, it was I'm, I'm glad to be able to, to get back and be healthy now. So,
1: All right. Let's fast forward to last season, 2020. There was no minor league baseball and you were <laughs> what going to be in Round Rock more than likely.
2: Probably. I I would say so. Um, I came in and, you know, I had a good spring training and I I thought I had a good chance to make the the AAA roster. Um, You know, we'll never know now, but, you know, it was a a really weird year. I actually, I remember the last day we went out, um, you know, we go out to the field, you know, it's every day, it's the same routine in spring training. And there was a rumor going around, oh, like we, you know, we might get sent home today, this and that. And I remember going inside and they called it and Called it off. And I remember just walking out and being like, well, you know, hell of a season, boys. And, you know, everybody's laughing. I'm like, no, nah, well, you know, we'll see. I don't, I don't know. I was kind of being, you know, I was half joking. And sure enough, you know, we we didn't play an inning that year. So it's uh, it's it was a pretty 2020 was uh, interesting, to say the least, I guess.
1: So what did you do last year? Were you at the alternate training side or you're just at home?
2: No, I um I moved out to East Texas in Tyler, Texas, uh where where Apex was, which is uh where I used to train in the off seasons. Um, they do a great job and you know, it, unfortunately we had the lockdowns come in, so um you know, everything was closed, all gyms, bars, uh restaurants and everything's closed, so you know, moved, you know, maybe a mile away from there and we didn't really get to train, but um but you know, I uh I you know, just read a lot, I guess, uh tried to learn as much about the the pandemic as i could just to just kind of get a kind of grasp on what was going on and you know i mean i learned a lot but it, it it was you know it i don't even it's what do we what do we even say about 2020 i mean it's i just it's a it's one of those years you kind of want to just put on the back burner and just forget forget it even happened i guess
1: <laughs> true that's very true and uh 2021 was going pretty well until recent news but we won't get into that but <laughs>
2: yeah i don't yeah i don't want to comment on all that (laughs) so so one
1: so one thing that happened at the end of 2020 uh i have you here that you're the number 12 prospect on the astros top 30 but you were added to the 40 man roster tell me about you know hearing about that
2: um you know uh so you know weird year obviously like we said 2020 i didn't know what to expect i knew that uh I knew it would be be my rule five year. Um, I I wasn't quite sure where where their heads were at on whether they'd protect me or not. Um, but, but sure enough on the, on the deadline day, I think I believe the deadline was at, you know, 5.00 PM, something like that Eastern time. And I ended up getting a call at 6.00 PM and it was called from Bill Murphy Wild Bill Murphy, which is our uh, pitching coordinator. And he's, you know, he, man, that guy's a rock star, by the way, shout out to Murph. But, uh, you no, know, he gave me a call and he's like, Hey, you know, I just wanted to be the one to let you know. We just we added you to the 40 man. And, you know, I, I was just elated. You know, it's uh, one of those it's one of those feelings that, you know, you know, it's your draft day, I guess. And then I guess that day would be, you know, same feeling. And then, you know, if if I'm fortunate enough to maybe make my debut someday, then 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 we'll talk about that feeling then. But, you know, it was it was very exciting and I'm I'm very thankful that they, you know, had the faith in me to to take a chance and put me on the roster. Whenever you look at the uh,
1: top 30 prospects, it'll have off to the side when, when you're expected to make your debut with the Astros and they do have this season and uh, they have you listed as like the eighth or 10th guy in the rotation. So, you know, if you're number eight, there's a pretty good chance you're going to, that we will all see you this year. And that's pretty exciting.
2: Oh yeah, no, for sure. I, uh, you know, I'm very excited to get down to spring training and, you know, perform the best that I can do it do what you need to do get in there work hard show up and you know who knows maybe maybe move up a couple spots we don't know but uh but yeah no it's it's very exciting I'm I'm I'm, I'm you know I'm optimistic about the future and what it may hold here's another thing that I that
1: I read about you that you have Roy Oswald's 12 to 6 breaking ball <laughs> and you have a wind-up like Dizzy Dean so i'm just picturing you <laughs> with some crazy 1940s wind-up
2: <laughs> yep yeah, that's yeah, that about sums it up i would say it's a little bit unique um and, you know i've been you know i've been told that my whole life um you know i don't I don't even ask me why i pitch like that because i really couldn't tell you um it's, you know, it's something that I've done since maybe sixth or seventh grade, maybe hunched over a little bit. It's a, it's a quick, it's pretty quick, but it's rhythmic. I would say it's more like a little dance. I like to think of it as, um, it just, you know, it, it helps me get into rhythm, be able to helps me repeat the best while being the most comfortable, I would say. And yeah, it's a little bit unorthodox, but you know, I mean, everybody's different and i and I feel like, you know, one one thing that I'm really thankful with, with the Astros was, you know, going up through high school and college, everyone's like, Tyler, listen, man, you know, you're, you have good stuff, but we got to do something about this weird delivery of yours. And I've always been kind of iffy on that. I've always said, you know, like, I, I like it, you know, it feels good to me. So can we just leave it alone? And, you know, the Astros, they never even really even really said anything about it. They just can't kind of let me come in and do my thing. And so, um, it's worked out well, and that's you know I think that's a testament to to part of why you know they've developed such a such a good organization is because they kind of it's not it's more of a you know, don't fix it if it ain't broke, you know what I mean so um it's yeah, it's I'm really thankful to be with with them because I'm sure twenty nine out of thirty teams would probably just you know change everything about you, but no, it's it's worked out well. so
1: I read something about about people saying because of your windup, that you'd be more suited to come out of the bullpen instead of being a starter. I don't even understand why your delivery would have anything to do with that.
2: Well, I mean, you know, that's, we live in America, so, you know, everybody is, you know, entitled to their opinion. Um, I I would, I would disagree though. I I would say that, you know, I've been a starter throughout my whole life and, you know, I I think, I think I, I think I'd have the durability to, to, to be able to be a starter in this league. So, you know, well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, at the end of the day, it's, Whatever the Astros need, whatever I can do to help them win, I'll do. And if that means I'm coming out of the bullpen, then that means I'm coming out of the bullpen. If that means I'm starting, then, you know, that's what that means. So, you know, really, I, I mean, I'm, I, know, I i know feel like I'm a starter, but, you know, it's, it's really balls in their court. It's I'll do whatever they need, so.
1: All right, so the – I wanted to ask you about your pregame ritual, but let's start with this. Like, let's say you just pitched – last night okay Okay. set like walk me through the week like what do you do from you know the next day till your next start like just kind of walk me through it i have always been interested in how you guys get ready for your next start and like kind of what you do during the week to get ready
2: well um so you know let's say boom pitch day okay so the next day you're waking up you're pretty sore Um, I like to go straight to the trainer's room as soon as I get there, roll out, you know, kind of get, get the muscles a little bit activated, get the blood flowing just a little bit. Um, you definitely want to do, you know, some kind of bike, some kind of cardio to, to kind of sweat everything out that you just kind of built up, maybe the lactic acid, what have you. And, um, you know, I don't know if you've heard of cupping. Um, basically it's like these plastic suction cups that they, it, they, they put it on and, suck suck up basically your skin. And I think that just brings out the blood brings out the bad blood and and brings in the new. So it helps with recovery. Um, obviously do your shoulder work and then, you know, work out. I like to do, I like to do lower body on the first day. Um, just because you know, your, your upper body's had, had quite the toil put on it. So, um, but yeah, just throw lightly and then, you know, throughout the week, just work out make sure you're eating right. Make sure Make sure you're sleeping well because I, I you know, I, I mean that's you know do all your work, but you know what I've learned is that you know sleep and, and nutrition are they're 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 number one, they're they're cornerstone. Um, if your body, if you do the same thing every week, I feel like your body will feel similarly. So that's kind of what it, the the approach I've kind of tried to take is pretty be pretty methodical with it to 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 be as consistent as you can be. But, but so yeah, the what Sorry, about the day, of the,
1: what about the day of the game?
2: Oh, day of the game well in, in corpus what we like to do um on start day i would come in and you know i would kind of just kind of just get your mind right i'd like to put i'd like to put my my playlist on in the speaker which is a little bit different than than most guys are used to i'm I'm a little bit of an old soul when it comes to music i like uh, all the old guys you know the beatles would probably be my favorite band so Jimi hendrix and all all those like them um led zeppelin but uh, just kind of, kind of gets me in the right, in the right area. You know, it's just a, it's a focus, but kind of a, you know, a light focus, you know, no, never want to be too serious. Never want to be too lax, just kind of right in the middle, cool, calm and collected, I would say, but, you know, just get, get all your, get, you know, get your body ready. Um, maybe do some, do a light workout to, to get the blood flowing and just go out, do, do some yoga poses beforehand to get, to get everything ready. And then you just, just go at it. I mean, it's, a. Uh, I try to keep it pretty simple, you know.
1: What about when you're actually pitching in the game and in between innings you're sitting in the dugout? What is that like? I mean, do you want people to leave you alone? Do you have conversations? Or are you just just there trying to stay in the zone?
2: No, I you know, I like to just go in and stay loose, you know, just, uh, you know, laugh a little bit with the teammates, kind of sit there and, you know, keep your, keep your body relaxed to, to rest in between innings. But, you know, I don't – I'm not one of those guys it's like oh don't even talk to me on a start day it's more so I'm I usually perform better when I'm having fun and smiling what I've noticed so you know I I like to keep it keep it light and you know just have fun with it whether you're in the dugout or on the mound I think if you know just having a smile on your face kind of adds to the positive energy of everything and so um, yeah that's kind of what I like to do it's just is what it is I guess. <laughs>
1: So what do you think the expectations are for this coming up season? On the last episode I did, I kind of talked about what I've been hearing that the season's going to be pushed back to May and they'll start spring training in April. Maybe that's to get everybody vaccinated or whatever. But uh, what what do you think? Do you think the uh, leagues learned anything from last year with dealing with COVID? Like, what do you think the expectations are
2: this year, we're dealing with COVID nineteen. Um, you know, I think we'll find out uh, what we learned. I guess it's. I'm sure it's going to look much different than it has years past. But um, what, from what I've been hearing, the the players' association and the owners they're they're going at it right now to you know, as far as just revenue and everything goes. So i I think, I think we may start on time. Um, my guess would be, my guess would be yes. And pending pending some kind of you know shut down which we were hoping against but um I, I think we're gonna have a good chance to go in there start start on time hopefully play 162 games um and hopefully we'll have fans as well um I'm not sure I'm not sure where they stand on the vaccinations and everything like that uh that's that's not my pay grade but um mm-hmm. no, I think we're gonna have a good shot to have a normal season so that's kind of I'm trying to stay positive there and, and try to you know we'll see how it goes. You know, if we have to, we have to push things back Then you know, we'll adjust. I mean, you know, that's what we do. We adapt. So, um, you know, we're hopeful, but you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. So, um, so yeah. Pitchers
1: and catchers <laughs> report, I think February 16th, right? Uh, so when you show up to spring training, I mean, do y'all stay in a hotel room, Do y'all have barracks. I mean, what's that like?
2: <laughs> barracks. Um, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I love that term. Um, no. So in spring training, we'll, we'll have a hotel. We'll, we'll go in this hotel. So Jim Crane, I believe he owns the Hilton, um, which is in West Palm. I believe it's in downtown and you know, it's a really nice hotel. And so we're, we're fortunate to be able to stay at a nice place like that. Um, they, they can hold all the players and staff in there. Um, I think I'm going to go a little bit early though. Uh, I think I'll probably leave some somewhere around early February just to kind of get down there and get acclimated to everything. Um, so I'll, I'll probably just get an Airbnb until we start, which I think we start pitchers and catchers on the 14th on Valentine's Day. Uh, so, so that'll be interesting. Um, but but yeah, no, it, it's we we have a great place. They you know they feed us, to make sure they take care of us and everything. And you know we have you know rides if we need them. So you know they they really do a great job. Okay, you
1: talked about your music taste, uh, your profile <laughs> picture on Twitter. It looks like you uh, do some deer hunting. Do you have any other hobbies? <laughs>
0: Um,
2: uh, no, not really. I like to read. Um, I like to read, hang out with friends. I don't, I don't have a, I I haven't found a, a, a hobby per se. I tried to find one. I tried to get into fishing on in 2020, but you know, I I don't know. I mean, it's just, I guess it, I liked it. It's, you know, I I just need to get better at it. I guess the, you'll, you'll enjoy something, the better you are at it when, which I'm not very good yet. Um, but yeah, no, I just did a lot of reading and, and yeah. So wait, what, what were we, what were we just talking about? Sorry. <laughs> the last question. Oh, oh the deer oh. hunting. Oh yeah that, yeah. that was actually my first deer. I, we went on a, we went on a hunting trip for my, for my agency we went out to West Texas at Lowerance Ranch and you know, they had a great setup for us. Thank you to them. They did, they did an amazing job, but I ended up shooting a doe that, that I saw and, you know, shot it right through the ears. I was really proud actually of it. And, you know, now we're going to have a lot of meat for, 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 for a good long while, lots of, lots of backstrap and jerky. So we're excited about that for sure.
1: All right, Tyler, that's all I have, buddy. Uh, I appreciate you coming on and, uh, hopefully when you make it big time, you can keep coming back and hopefully we'll be best buddies. I'd love to
2: No, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on Rob.
1: All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. Look for Tyler Ivey, uh, debuting for the Astros this year. We'll see you next time on Astro.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Make sure to subscribe so that way you will be alerted when there is a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot.